In the motion picture industry, the star vehicle is a tale as old as time, a way to take a bankable star and rake the public for some extra cashola before they move on to a newer make and model. We know referring to human actors as objects isn't great, but we do love a solid star vehicle. When was the last time you said no to an Angelina Jolie movie? Um, never. Do we care about plot and solid writing? Nope. Not when Julia Roberts graces our screen. So, we're watching movies the way your mom watches them. We are asking a lot of questions we'll never have the answers to, but we're keeping our eyes peeled for the stars. Movie critics, we are not. But that won't stop us from preserving this sacred art form. Join us each week as we recap, reframe, and sometimes rewrite your favorite star vehicle. Hello, Stephen. How are you? It's fall. It's autumnal time. Oh, I'm so jealous of your fall. Oh, that's right. You New don't York. get seasons. Are there any seasons in Fuck Los Angeles? Los Angeles. Fuck this place. There, there are, are no, no seasons. seasons. It's like summer has been deathly hot. Like 99. 99 every day. And um, yeah, I mean, the lack of seasons, I think, is going to probably be... It's going to be really telling of like how long I can bear this. You're really going to need to invest in in Halloween decorations then. Oh my God. So you don't get confused at the time of year. It's it's so cute. Little gel stickies for the window. Little gel stickies. Yes. I'll go walking and there's already a house with like full on like blow up ghosts. And I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? They're trying to remember what the date is. That's what they're doing. It's a little, it's it's their flip calendar. That you need it here. Yeah, you, you need, need it. it here. I'm it's walking grounding. down the street and I'm like, what the fuck is this house doing with ghosts and shit? And then I look up and it's September, what, 24th? Already. Well, it's Already. A- yeah. So it's like, that's appropriate. That's 100% appropriate decor. <laughs> should, <laughs> that, leave them, that I was like, should leave them a note. <laughs> I'm going to knock. I'm going <laughs> to knock. <laughs> hey. Excuse me. I approve. I just go, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I was walking, I kind of love, okay, I'm not trying to be a creep, but I love like kind of eavesdropping in windows. Like I love seeing what people are up to. Oh. Do you, do you do that? Is that, is that a weird thing to admit? Holding the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. Well, yeah, from afar. From afar. I don't mean, I'm, I don't even think I'm seeing much, but I, but, <laughs> but like, I just like looking in a window and being like, what's your life like? What is your kitchen? Okay. This is big. What does your kitchen look like? Right, right, right. right. That's nice. I yeah, it's yeah. true. Especially as you're walking on the streets in Brooklyn here, it's it's very interesting to see what people put on display in their windows. Yes. And not like not decor, but just like what are they <laughs> what are they letting you see? What do you have access to from the street? <laughs> I love you see like a glowing TV, you look in, it's like sports. You're like, oh, typical. <laughs> Darn. You look, but if you look in it's the housewives, you're like, wow, Fun I'm coming back. <laughs> Turn it up. Fun house. Turn it up. <laughs> Can't hear. Could you imagine that knock? Yeah. Excuse me. I love this episode. Um, that would be so fun. Um, let me think what else happened. Oh my god, you had a birthday. I turned 30. Ah. So old. So perfect. Old. Are you okay? Are you okay to say that out loud? You are. Yeah, I'm fine like with it. it. 
I'm fine with it. I'm done with my 20s. Fuck the 20s. We're over it. They're so exhausting. They are so exhausting. And it was fun while it lasted. What was, what's the expression? Smile because it happened. <laughs> Wait, smile, cry. Be- Wait, what is it? Don't cry because it's over. Oh, smile. Smile because, <laughs> because it happened. <laughs> there was a real time in my life when that, when that was like, when that ruled that your mental me. space. Oh. <laughs> That got you, rent free in my mind. That got that got you through some some tough spots. I remember graduating high school and uh, walking through my town, muttering that um, to yourself. Muttering no, there was like a sign shop in my town that like has like signs like beach crossing. Uh, like that's not a that's not a real sign, but do you know what I mean? Like yeah, signs, yeah. like live, laugh, love. Yeah, yeah. And I'm passing the sign shop, and I see that quote, and I like I like start to tear up uh, on Main Street <laughs> in my small town. It takes I, I more muscles to frown than it does to smile. <laughs> I had the thought, you should go back and buy that. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the best post ever this week. The, the post was um, people who are successful don't post inspirational quotes. And I was like, mm. yes. That is the one thing yes. that I do miss about not being on Facebook for like six years now are those. Good for you. The quotes. They're so, they infuriate And the information. They shouldn't. And the information that people disseminate. Oh my God. Facebook is, uh, someone once like tweeted like, Facebook is the garbage that lines my purse. <laughs> it's like. Speaking of like garbage in purses, I think that we should get into LuLaRoe. Oh And we should become independent resellers. Because oh I want to make a full-time God. salary with a part-time you... job. <laughs> You turned my world upside down with that doc this week. I only watched the first two. I couldn't get the other ones in yet. Um, if you're hearing this you... now, the LuLaRoe documentary has been out for a while. So Lula Rich. Lula Rich. And if you haven't seen it, that's that's Run, don't walk to Amazon Prime. It's honestly appropriate for the whole family. So I don't think there's anything inappropriate in it. So It's a family company. Family run, family owned. Mormon. And it's... Love it. Yeah. Fashion leggings and dresses of heinous prints. Do you own any maxi skirts? Uh, No, but very, very funnily, I was like, should I get a maxi skirt when I was watching the doc? I was like, I just haven't seen a maxi skirt in a minute. There's okay, so you'll start to see it everywhere now. It'll be like on the brain. Um, there's like a like a yeah. cheetah print skirt that takes Manhattan by storm every fall, and girls tuck a tuck a graphic tee in. Oh, I like love a Rolling it. Stones a, graphic a graphic tee into the maxi skirt. Yes, and I passed one. I was in New York last month, and I was like, I passed one in the window of a local shop, and I was like, I should get that outfit. <laughs> I'm so. I'm so kind of basic. Yeah. It's very easy to get me. I mean, the idea of the maxi skirt seems so appealing. I mean, it looks so comfortable. And it is so and you comfortable. And look so elegant kind of just, you know, walking into a room. It's like you're wearing half a dress. Well, I guess that's yes. what a skirt is. It is half a dress. But it's I just like, feel like it's a way to make me feel trendy because I'm so not trendy. Throw a so. skirt on you. Yeah, chuck a maxi skirt, tuck a graphic tee in, and it looks like I have like a, it looks like I have a really nice sense of self. Yeah. Like, oh, this this bitch knows <laughs> who she is. All you need is a shirt that says, smile. Rolling Stones. No, smile because it happened. Oh. <laughs> Don't cry because I was going to say, like, there are so many, like, bitches and me, I'm bitches, with, like, graphic tees of, like, 
Dark Side of the Moon, The Prism. Yeah, and you've never listened to it. And I've never, well, I actually did try to listen to the album and I was like, what the fuck is this? Snooze. <laughs> it was kind of like very instrumental. Yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm good on this. Yeah. I check, check, check that check, box. Check, 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 check. Yeah. But okay, the last thing I wanted to say about LuLaRoe yeah. um, is when I was watching, did it kind of empower you too to feel like you could do it? Well, that is what I'm saying. Like, Part of me walked. I felt like I could. It's like when I learn. It's like when I watch all those Scientology things. It's like part of my brain is like, oh, this is bad, but mm-hmm, part mm-hmm. of my brain is also like, hmm, hmm. maybe there's something I'm more interested. to this, <laughs> or or I'd like to hear the other side, at least, at least. So I did. Like I told you, I went on YouTube and I did take a fair and balanced approach. I watched some YouTube videos from independent resellers retailers excuse me who were still with the company and they were having a they are enjoying success i was allegedly. shocked to find it's still up and running i was shocked you sent me oh yeah they just Instagram. released their halloween leggings <laughs> oh so cute so it's cute. like i when you want to look like you're wearing pajamas in public yeah hit them up yeah and then you know there are the independent retailers who had a really sour experience with the company but i can't wait to get to the end because oh. I love culty stuff. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, I'm so in. They really inspired me. I felt like I could do it. And I I sort of was like, what's the problem? The key, so. the key with them with these MLMs, and this is this is the takeaway from all these like documentaries, is you have mm-hmm. to be the first one in. Yes. Because early. Yeah. Gotta get in early. So I think what we should do is look for up and coming MLMs. Okay. And get in, get in and start building our downstream. It did get me thinking like, okay, what would I push to sell? I loved the rarity factor. I told you this. I love that they only release certain prints. Like they only have like 3,000 of them. Oh yeah. They were like very much being like, oh, this is a negative. It's like, you can't get the prints you want. To me, that was, that was the selling. That was the positive. (laughs) That was the positive. (laughs) I loved it. It was like, you're not good enough to get the And I didn't really understand their, some of the low level retailers were like, oh, we don't have access to the, the premier prints. And I'm like, sweetie, uh, you're not good enough. You're yet. not good enough yet. <laughs> you haven't demonstrated your capabilities. Yeah. I don't know how, I yourself. don't know how to say, say this to you in a different way. I wanted, I, I just wanted in, I was like, should I get into LuLaRoe? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe just for the products to start. What would be my LuLaRoe? I don't know what I would sell. Well, you don't really have a choice. Well, I'm like, I'm trying to think like if we started our own thing from the ground up. Oh, we're making our own MLM? Yeah. What would we sell? What would the product be? It's got to be like, we have to be able to do different prints or different styles. So it's rare. Yeah. What can we put a print on? Should we sell like personalized like tumblers (laughs) for water? Oh. you're like bitch um, no get that shit away so. from the mic <laughs> okay all right we can we'll think about it later LuLaRoe. we'll think about it later yeah off yeah. mic off mic catch you later oh my gosh i want to talk about the proposal because i am fucking obsessed with this movie that's um convenient. today's movie is the proposal yeah. from 2009 <laughs> you clicked it you know what you're getting yourself into yeah um so Stephen, what? what did you think? You have never seen it before. I have never seen this movie, and it was it was so wonderful. And this was the first time, out of any of the movies that we've done, 
where there was not just an ounce of chemistry, but like gallons Heaps. of chemistry. <laughs> gallons. Oh, I just got I just got so excited and chills. This is the yeah, best romance. There is romance. This is the best chemistry we've seen. Best chemistry it's we've good. seen. Best chemistry we've seen. And it's funny that this is this was 2009, like you just said, same year as New in Town. Yes, we kind of did that on purpose. So right. I was like, <laughs> I wanted to do two like fish out of water stories. Right. And see how they compared and contrasted. A lot more differences than I remember. Like I was like, oh, the proposal will be like New in Town. Right. That's Not what really. you told me. Yeah, I did tell you that. <laughs> and, I'm taking, I'm going on air And on I, air I did think that they were going to be the same, but they were really not really like each other at all. <laughs> not even close. So, I mean, I mean, there were, no, 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 I take that back. There were some similarities, but there were a lot more differences than, yeah, more than, than I you expected. led me to believe. I just was like, oh, these are two sort of fish out of water comedies. Can we like agree there? The lowest con- common denominator is like, let's yeah. plug this woman somewhere where she's uncomfortable. Yeah, I think it's played for a bigger effect in New in Here. Town. But oh yeah. But um, you're right. There is that that slight similarity between the two films. Yeah, I don't know. They just reminded me of each other. They were both the same year. Yeah. Um, but the proposal, I think, stands the test of time. It is so good. I know so many people who fucking love this movie. My family included. Um, it's charming. It's just so weird that this movie came out the same year that she won an Oscar for The Blind Side. The Blind and I'm side. like, okay, Girl. that's a problem. She should have won the Oscar for this movie and not The Blind Side. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to watch The Blind Side again. But like, The Blind Side is so boring. So boring. Like, I can't even remember like one scene from it. This movie, so boring. this movie I could watch every day for the rest of my life. And like, okay. she should have won. She sh- Well, she should have won many Oscars so far. But this, this one in particular was so much better. That should be, yeah. they should let you do that at the Oscars. Is that if you win and you've had multiple movies come out that year, you're, you, you, then, you then have the power to shift it to one of your other works that year if you want. Yeah. You're like, I'm the best actress this year. And I choose to and transfer I choose it to the, the proposal. proposal. And they, have to, and they my- have to, they have to let you do it. Oh my God, Academy. Are we taking notes? I hope we are. That would be so cool because then they get up to the, the podium and it's like this big suspense. <laughs> like, oh my God, are they going to keep the award for this movie or are they going to shift it? It's like it's like a gift exchange. <laughs> I'm going to trade. Yeah. And like you can just hear the, the like suspense in the audience. Like, oh my God. Why is this the most fun idea oh ever? God, like I'm she, actually taking this trip. What is she, she going to do? I agree with you. Although I want to just say really quick on record before I read the synopsis. This is kind of unrelated, but related. We both think Sandra Bullock was slighted for gravity. Oh, we're total total gravity nerds. We're gravity heads and we're pissed. (laughs) Who won that year? pissed. I don't remember. Was it like a Jennifer Lawrence year? Was that Silver Lines Playbook? I don't remember. Gravity... Whatever. We're not going to look it up either. Whoever won didn't deserve Shame it. on you. We love Gravity. We think it's Sandra's best work ever. And it's a real shame. I wish she could retroactively trade the blindside Oscar for the for Gravity. Yeah. If they allow but you to transfer it year to year. Then year to year. That would, that's what I would do. Yeah. But if she's limited to this year, then for sure it, it should. Then um, for sure the proposal. Yeah. <laughs> 
love this. This is so It fun. has to be that way. It's only fair. Has to be. Okay, that year, oh Kate Blanchett won for Blue Jasmine. I like that movie too, but... Oh, uh, okay. That's that's okay. That's allowed. We'll allow no it. No gravity though. Oh, gravity is so good. Okay, let's read the summary and then let's dive in. Yeah. Okay. Well, friends... As of our recording date today, this movie, The Proposal, is available on Peacock. That's where I watched it. Same. And this movie is... By the <laughs> way, that's a new service we're offering you guys. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we've decided to let you know where you can watch this flick. Because if there's one thing that we won't do, we won't be paying to watch these movies. So they will only be available on free services. So. Free. With commercials. Well, no. I guess you pay for Netflix and the, those kinds of things. You guys know what it means. Yeah. Free to us. Yeah. Because <laughs> mommy pays. <laughs> hey, I pay for Hulu. Yeah. Independently. I, yeah. I independently pay for Hulu and I've independently been paying for Paramount Plus just to watch the new iCarly. So. Oh, I pay for... We pay for Paramount Plus because I want to watch The Good Fight. Okay. Back to the summary. Okay, let's do the summary. The proposal. Faced with deportation to her native Canada, high-powered book editor Margaret Tate, Sandra Bullock, says she's engaged to marry Andrew Paxton, Ryan Reynolds, her hapless assistant. Andrew agrees to the charade, but imposes a few conditions of his own, including flying to Alaska to meet his eccentric family. With a suspicious immigration official always lurking nearby, Margaret and Andrew must stick to their wedding plan despite numerous mishaps. That's a fun one. True. That's a real fun one. Good job. <laughs> so true. All those things happened in the movie. See, for once, what? all of those things happened. <laughs> like, that's the summary. That's the summary. That's it. The only thing I'll say oh. is like, hmm. Yeah, Andrew agrees to the charade, poses a few conditions of his own. That's right. Yeah, you know what? I'm not. I have nothing to say. That's great. <laughs> it's a good summary. Your little, my little editor over here. My... I was gonna be like, did you put more on, more on him saying like he's demanding her go to Alaska because it was kind of like a team effort? But no, nope. Yeah, it's it sounds good. Okay, the proposal. I mean, we start in my beloved New York City. Right. We're we're in a a normal city for once. A normal city. After spending time in Philadelphia, Miami, <laughs> where, we're back. wherever wherever she ends up in new in town, we're back <laughs> to civilization. We're back in New York City. But Thank God. But we don't know that right away because she has a makeshift Peloton, if you will, and it begins oh. with with nature. I saw that. And I thought we were beginning with a jogging scene, which, as which we point out really before, fit. is a real classic star vehicle opening scene mm-hmm. is our lead jogging. But we get close enough. She's on a bike. And she's on a bike. She has a video playing of, of a nature trail. So um, we begin. Good opening image. Good opening image. And we'll, Solid. We'll kind of come back to it later. But. It looked like the same forest that we see later on. I don't know if that was intentional or not. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's like a little Easter egg I think for so. production. They're like, this is, file that away. That's coming back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take that take the, the footage that we have from Alaska and shove it on the TV. <laughs> Let's, can we, can we green screen out this TV? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Because we're going to want to. Yeah. So she's, she's biking. She's reading stuff. 
and she's just like yeah she's behaving like someone who's important she's busy she doesn't have time just to exercise she also has to be she's also working yeah i was pretty shocked at what it seems like she gets in in a morning it's like a full bike ride a full breakfast a full shower hair done dried that's like a two-hour morning routine as far as i'm concerned she's very productive so productive probably similar to a morning of yours similar to a morning of mine this is not the kind of morning we saw with j-lo in one of her movies Mm -mm. this is a this is a tight ship it's tight and um her assistant is andrew played by ryan reynolds Mm -hmm. and he is grabbing her her morning coffee right and I have never forgot this detail what? in the the 10 plus years. He gets the same coffee as her. Oh, right. Just in case one of them spills, she'll always have a backup. Right. And th- this particular morning. Thank God. One of them spills. But it also felt like a little bit of a callback to Miss Congeniality in the way that he runs into Starbucks and cuts the whole line and pisses yes, off everyone. Yes, cuts the line. Maybe this is another trope we should add to the list, cutting, like a line the, cut. Yeah. I mean, we've seen it so many times, <laughs> so but many times. he walked into Starbucks and just... And she was like, Andrew, I have your coffees. Yeah. Uh, he literally just kind of walks in front of everyone. I love a line skip. There's two line cuts in this movie. <laughs> there and at the immigration center. Yeah. And we'll that barista, <laughs> that barista is, is inappropriate. So I would put some of the blame on her too, because she's looking to get something out of it. As we find out later, mm-hmm. because she writes suggestive messages on the coffee cup. But mm-hmm. you're right. He does. He cuts the line to get the Starbucks. And when he gets back to the office before Sandra, there's like this devil wears Prada, gird your loins moment where mm-hmm. the whole office gets an, an IM that Sandra's on her way and they all freak out. <laughs> freak out. Okay. First of all, that office was too much of a party before she gets there. It was uh, inappropriate. <laughs> I don't know how anyone was getting anything done. Like They weren't. They, they were reading, <laughs> talking. They were talking. Chit-chatting. No one was behaving and no one was getting any work done. So I didn't really feel yeah. bad for them that the party was over. I know. And they're all getting these like collective IMs that are like, the devil is coming or whatever. The witch is on her broom. <laughs> oh yeah, the witch is on her broom. That was super funny to me. I think you can give me your opinion on this. I think Sandra Bullock isn't mean. Like she doesn't read mean. Well, it's like when she walked into the office, she didn't have like the Meryl Streep moment where she just throws her coat haplessly at a human being. She kind of just walks to her office. Like she doesn't just like minding, her just business. minding her own business. So like it wasn't like if she was like going cubicle to cubicle being like, what are you wearing? What's that? What are you doing? What are you eating? I would be like, oh, okay, like she's being, she's really inappropriate, but she kind of just like walked to her office. It seemed like she ruled with like a fair but firm fist. You know, it didn't seem like over the top. Yeah. And the, and the only thing cluing us into the fact that she's she might be mean is those IMs and that's it. Right. Because we see her on the phone with the client and she's convincing the client to go on the Oprah Winfrey show to sell a million, million books. And power moves. We're sort of led to believe through other interactions that she's like being 
she's being pushy with with this client because they don't want to go on the Oprah Winfrey show. But I was just like, why? It's a good business decision. Yeah, like it's nothing (laughs) seemed strange. Like if I was a book editor and my client was asked to be on the Oprah Winfrey show to sell the book, I wouldn't wouldn't not tell them like the other guy. That's like stop number one on the book tour. Yeah. The O. Yeah. That's your one and done. So. Yeah. You don't have to do any others if you do Oprah. Right. So I could understand her frustration with this office because it was like, it was like herding cats getting these people to work. (laughs) I know. I was like, okay, she seems just fine. Also, I appreciated it. I appreciated it because it is like a rom-com at the end of the day. And it is like a lighthearted story. And I didn't want to be terrified. Like I didn't want to be reminded of my worst boss ever when I was like an unpaid intern getting coffees. Yeah. Like if she she was like verbally and physically abusive, that would have been a really hard way to start the the comedy. (laughs) But she just, she just, she just seemed to have normal expectations as far as I was concerned. (laughs) Yeah, I was, I enjoyed, it's like, the shorthand with Sandra Bullock is she is um, very type A and she's on her shit and smart. Yeah. And, but she's not mean. I don't think she's mean. She wasn't mean. And she, within two minutes, she ends up firing another guy at the office because it was his For client. Good exactly. It was his client. And we come to find out that he never asked the client to go on the Oprah Winfrey show, even though that was his task. Like he was told was to do it. his only job. And she was like, um, I asked you to do literally one thing. Yeah, and, instead and you didn't of doing even that, make the phone call. You didn't even make the phone call. I was like, okay, get out. Get out You're of fired. the office. <laughs> yeah, I, I had no problems there. No problems. None whatsoever. Um, I love how fast this movie works. It's like that happens within minutes. We get like the her and Andrew relationship. He is kind of subservient to her. Um, yeah. Really nice. And within minutes... Um, the immigration stuff comes up. They're like, right Margaret, away, right away. Within five minutes, they're like, you're, you have a meeting with immigration and she's like, cancel it. Who cares? And we find out like, that's a problem. Right. Cause um, then because she gets called in with her bosses and they're like, now, yeah, now we're bosses. involved and, mm-hmm. and you're going to be thrown back to Canada in a week or something like that. Yes. And she's like, <laughs> There were a lot She's of. Like, there I'm was, not even an immigrant. I'm Canadian. I'm from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of dated immigration humor. Let's just say uh-huh. in the film. Yeah. So I won't be repeating all of the immigration jokes that Sandra Bullock makes, but just know that some it was of them are a little off color. A little off color. <laughs> like the most tame one was the. It's not even like I'm an immigrant. I'm from Canada. Right. That was that was Which the easiest. It's very one to tongue digest. in cheek. Yeah. Uh, that's really tongue in cheek. Like I I'll. <laughs> I'll call us out on that one. Like we love like a, you know, no big deal. They're from Canada. Yeah. I mean. Kind of like trope. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah. So she, in her meeting, she gets, she hears the word engaged, not in the context of Oh, that was well done. But. We, he's like, I knew you were other, uh, Margaret, I knew you were otherwise engaged. I told them. And she's like, ding, ding, ding. And she comes up with the plan that she is going to say that she is engaged to Ryan Reynolds in order to secure a visa to stay in the country. Yes. Um, or risk being deported for a year and losing her job. Right. 
And she, what we've gathered so far in five minutes is like that is out of the question. Like she is a high-powered book publisher and that is not going to happen to her. Yeah, and to add insult to injury, not only are they going to deport her, they're going to bring back the guy that she just fired to mm-hmm, run to lead. run the, the agency. Yeah, and that would hurt worse than just being fired. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, so very quick, streamlined... Andrew is like, uh, I'm not going to go along with that. But she's like, yes, you are a bitch because I'm going to blackmail you. And yeah. that's fun. <laughs> she has no qualms about saying openly that she is blackmailing him. And yeah. that he has no choice but to follow her directions. And, yeah, I, and that's her where logic we get this- did make sense. Like he would be screwed too. <laughs> yeah, he'd be on the streets. Yeah, as she um, said. You'll be on the streets. I love her assumption that he is like a nobody. Um, it's just funny. But um, what, what I was going to say is that's our second line cutting moment. They go down to the immigration office to start filing the paperwork to show that they're engaged. Right. And she cuts right to the front oh, of the line. Oh, right. She goes right to the in front. In front of the other people at the immigration <laughs> office, which again. But um, they accommodate makes, her. They do. They Why? don't bat an Why? eye. They don't bat an eye at her. They're just like, all right. Come it might be me. a grander statement on like her like whiteness gets, or something. Yeah, yeah, I mean for sure. Who gets taken care of, you know. They sort of I'm like, right oh, this lady. All right, come on back. Well, we don't want to, but we'll take care of you. And and no one as, batted an as eyelash. As I come to find out, her case in particular, the amount of time and attention that the immigration office gives her is astounding. I mean, yeah, they are under. Intense scrutiny. Their case manager. The moment they walk their in, their case manager is going to be devoting a lot of time and resources to make sure that this is real. Yeah, they. He's going to ask a lot of questions to all of their friends and family, themselves included, and their answers better match up. Is what he says. Honestly, Dennis O'Hare should have gotten an Academy Award nomination for Best Supporting Actor because he was really so it. good in this movie. So good. <laughs> I was pretty shocked. I was like, does every case get this attention? I'm going to say think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess we have to do it this way for the movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was quite funny to watch them squirm. I think Ryan Reynolds gives probably the best reaction shots in any movie I've ever seen ever. He is really good. He's really chewing up the scenery next to Sandy. He is. They're doing a lot of great acting where for a lot of the movie, they don't look at each other. So they are making independent facial reactions. Yes. Because for 90% of the movie, they don't make eye contact. So. (laughs) It's true. It's so true. It is really funny because in a lot of the other movies we've watched, like the movie falls apart romance wise because our leads are so quickly supposed to fall in love and like we're supposed to believe the chemistry but like what makes this one work so well is that they are given the distance to at least come to like so that we can appreciate the characters on their own because like Mm -hmm. i think that if if Mm -hmm. from beat one we like like we were supposed to believe that ryan reynolds was secretly in love with sandra bullock there's yeah, would i would it. it would cheapen it but it's like he yeah. like hates her so <laughs> i was really studying this time around being like when do they kind of like make the switch and it's really clear like it's a testament to really good acting they're they're both killing it in this role 
um i love them together this this chemistry is wonderful yeah and they're both they are very good at the reaction shots like sandy is very good at like a little eye roll or like a like a, a shocked face so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they're doing she's keeping it together yeah I loved watching them like keep it together, but do that like the, it's like masking. Yeah. It's like they're keeping it together, but they have to show the audience that they're like, oh shit. When, oh my God, when Dennis O'Hare's character is like, um, where does he live? And she's like, um, tell him. She's like, and she's not even looking at him. She's she like, why am I him. doing all the talking? Why am I doing all the talking? It's, it's your, it's your family, babe. Yeah. And he's like, uh, Sitka, Alaska. And then that, that realization on her face, she's like, Alaska, yeah. That was just such so a great good. moment because... It's a good moment. I also had no idea that we were going to be going to Alaska at all. You didn't know? No, I had no idea. Oh. That we were going to be in New York City. I didn't know I the whole movie right. was going to take place in Alaska. I guess you're right. Why would you know that? I had no Ooh, idea. When he said Alaska, treat. I was like, oh my God, are we going to Alaska? Wasn't that a fun surprise? It was a fun surprise. Because when he said I Sitka, I had no idea where that was. <laughs> oh, Amazing. Yeah, and I'm, ugh, we get, like, right there. We're there pretty quickly. Yeah, when they um, leave the immigration office, the plan is that they are going to have to go to Alaska, tell everybody that they are engaged because Dennis O'Hare threatens that he's going to call all their family members after this weekend trip and be like, <laughs> I'm going to make test, sure test <laughs> that you guys announced your engagement at this weekend. Gammy's 90th birthday Gammy's weekend. 90th. Yep. And the, we get a really fun scene out front of the immigration building where Ryan Reynolds um, basically says like, okay, if I'm going to do this for you, I'm getting um, a promotion and um, you have to propose to me. And he makes her get on her knees and propose. So like good. twice. He's like, say it like twice. you mean it. <laughs> like you mean it, Margaret. Um, more of that Sandra Bullock physical comedy that I think she's so good at. Yeah, it was, that was a really cute scene. And I did like that he... Not that I like enjoy watching men get even with women, but I did appreciate him being like, I'm going to get something out of this. I'm going to need to get something out of this too. Like I want to be editor. I was really happy. Yeah. Cause again, it just like. It gave him. It made him a character. Like he wasn't just. Exactly. He wasn't just passive. Right. It was in the same way that we don't like, like a lot of the male leads in all these movies suffer because there's no there there. So. He could have been written where he just goes with it, you know, because he's so scared of her or he doesn't want to lose his job. But I love that he takes the power back and he's like, okay, well, if I'm going to face potential jail time, I'll do this for you, but I want to be editor and you're going to publish my manuscript. Because again, like the easy way out of this would have been just to continue giving us clues that he is in love with her and like he's just going to do this. But it's, it's a little bit more interesting than that. Oh my God, it's so much more interesting. It makes them equals. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And he leaves her on the ground on her knees. Yeah. And she has <laughs> That's to stand how equal up in stilettos. <laughs> she has to stand in stilettos and a pencil skirt. Yeah. Which is very funny, funny physical comedy. And then it also got me thinking a lot about like, just in general, uh, wait, I don't want to bum out the podcast. What? About how? It's just like... The, the ways we shackle women oh, in this country. So you're saying you wanted her to be in a maxi skirt? Yes, a LuLaRoe, <laughs> stretchy, stretchy. Yeah, she probably would have been more comfortable. Skirt. It just made me think like how much time and time again has like f- comedy come from the fact that like, look at this tr- like little girl try to run in heels. 
it's like fuck you guys but no this is a this is a rom-com and that wasn't meant to bum that was meant to feels like be it, funny feels, and like, it was, feels like it was did i bum everybody out just now yeah i thought it was very funny yeah and sandra bullock <laughs> crushes it and she for someone who's beautiful yeah she's goofy she does goofy very well she's kind of like cameron diaz in that way they're good at the goof good at the goof but we're also we're also right on the plane and we're ready to go to Alaska. Yes. Thank God. Thank God. It's fast. It's so, so fast. So we're there, there. And more physical comedy and the idea that um, like she's, they have to take two planes and a boat. And a boat. To get to Sitka. And um, when they get to the boat and Sandra goes, I'm not getting on that boat. And he goes, cool. See you in a couple days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, she goes, I can't swim. And he goes, hence the boat. Hence the boat. <laughs> so good watching her like just brave the elements of alaska like ladders and such and floating docks in those heels so nice it did really make me want to go to alaska i've mm-hmm. never wanted to go to alaska more in my entire life than watching this movie okay not to brag i went to alaska you went to alaska <laughs> my family okay. on a cruise it, yes do not go it. on a fucking it. cruise I, knew you. I hate cruises that's like, Do the you like o- cruises i've only been on one and like i just i have no desire to get to get back on board but they <laughs> i never want to cruise ever again as long as i live i fucking hate cruises after watching the hbo documentary the last cruise like about the cruise that was like the corona cruise i was like Mm-mm. oh my god i want to watch that i'm writing that down oh it's really good cruise. it's really good um I'm in. I feel like an Alaska cruise is such like, like a mom and dad thing. They're always like, Ugh. it's like my, pa- my parents organize this whole thing. Exactly. It's like, it oh, we're gonna totally go on that. a cruise to somewhere cold, and it's like, why, <sighs> bitch? I guess I'm like happy I saw a glacier or whatever <laughs> before they're gone. Before they're gone, but um, yeah, I've been to Alaska, and I'll just say, um, tell us about one- it. <laughs> I forget which town, but one of the towns is still like boasting. They're like, we were where they shot the proposal. Like it's oh, a thing there. Okay. Because m- movies don't oft go to Alaska. Well, I was going to so, say, you don't see it a lot unless it's like Balto, yeah. but that's animated. <laughs> is that Alaska? <laughs> Balto? <laughs> I don't know if that was Alaska dead at that <laughs> reference um i will say a lot of these locations i did look up are boston like that main street is mm. boston <laughs> but they did shoot some of this movie some which i'm lo- assuming is it felt like rhode island i don't know why but i felt like we were in right? rhode island especially like the house the house felt very rhode island to me it did i would have to look up where the house was but yeah they did shoot some exteriors in alaska because alaska is still bragging about it to this day well i mean when you've got limited cultural clout i guess you cling to what you have so good for them they're like we have snow dogs and we have the proposal right next and maybe balto (laughs) maybe balto look it up look it up (laughs) wait snow snow dogs might even be like antarctica or something (laughs) i don't know that one but um moving on okay okay whether it's Alaska alaska or boston wherever i would like to go to this area it looked beautiful it absolutely did um, I don't know how it would smell. The... It looked a little smelly, but it looked a little fishy. Yeah, like, where does their trash go? Yeah, where does the trash go? Great question. But um, it looks stunning. Mary, whatever, Steenbergen is there. Love her. Love her. Um, oh, my God. Betty White. Gammy. Betty White is there. Um, Betty White greets her. 
and she's like, where's your girl? <laughs> and then Sandra Bullock stomps up in the slettos and Gammy goes, I guess the word girl is inappropriate. She um, has a lot of quips in this movie. Gammy feels like she's in a sitcom of her own. She is. She is. She is acting. She's she's doing sitcom acting, which is fine. Yes. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I'm totally. Betty White can do whatever she wants. Because there's she can tap dance. there's no um there's no best friend in this movie because Sandra Bullock doesn't have any friends and Ryan Reynolds also doesn't have any friends. So Ugh, ex- except for that for each one other. that one woman who I would. Ugh. Oh, his high school girlfriend. I, oh, I really wanted to vote her off the island. Why did I know you were gonna say that? I don't know why. I found her I no insufferable. Why. Oh, because I I thought she was a very nice no. decoy for this movie. She's beautiful. She's nice. She doesn't seem to have any flaws. I, Do you know what I mean? I'm this, She's the perfect I will, we'll decoy. We'll get to this, but when she makes an, an entrance at the very end of the movie at a c- critical moment of, of trauma, I literally said out loud, get out of here. <laughs> you, you don't you belong here. get out. I knew you were going to have this opinion. I knew it. Oh, I'm getting good at it. I'm, I'm just, I know you. You're figuring me out. <laughs> I'm, fig- I'm Guys, I'm figuring him out. So, okay. So they. Okay, where do we go? Okay, they're on the boat and they get to the house. Oh, wait. As they're driving through the town though, Sandra, Sandy, ever the editor with a sharp eye, starts to notice that his name, his last name is plastered on all the buildings. Mm-hmm. Like every building, like the general every store, the library, in town, Paxton owned. Yeah, Paxton owned, and she's like, "What, bitch? You didn't tell me you were like the owners of this town. Like you're rich." Yeah, and, and he's like, then my they, parents are rich. Yeah, he's oh right. She's like, "That's that's what rich people say." <laughs> <laughs> it's true, and they get it's very true. That's very true. Money talks, wealth whispers. So. <laughs> They get to Classy. yeah they they get to his house and it is gorgeous it is stunning absolutely stunning um mom Mary Steenbergen is like we canceled your hotel reservation you're gonna come stay at the house and this kind of kicks off one of my favorite sections of movies in general is like that fun and games like we're gonna have like hijinks now yeah until that like nice midpoint so like to kick off the hijinks it's like. Uh oh, they're gonna be sleeping in the same room. Yeah, one bed. We knew. I was. I knew that instantly. <laughs> instantly. That's the shorthand of we canceled your hotel reservation. I was like, oh no. <laughs> and I also in this moment realized because I hadn't really put this together. I hadn't done the math yet. But I it, when Mary Steenbergen mentions that the hotel room is canceled, I was like, oh my god, this is one of those thirty-six hour movies where everything takes place. I in love a those kind of movies, don't you? I love like a two-day. It day. literally, okay, this is not spoiling anything, but the movie begins on a Friday and it ends on a Monday. Like, I know. literally. <laughs> it feels like we spent more screen time with them than time, than real time. Yeah, it's... it. Like, it feels like more. Shot in real time. <laughs> shot in real time. But it really I, is 36 hours from the is. first scene to the last scene. Like there's no there's no and time it skips. <laughs> heightens, let me tell you, which I appreciate the ever living shit out of. I love a 48-hour movie. I love a one-day movie. Yeah. And I want to see it heighten and it's like a brilliant job. It's really just it gets and there it felt, by it felt well paced in the sense that this movie could not have taken place over weeks. It had to be a weekend. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. what a weekend. 
and what a weekend it was. Um, more hijinks ensue. They introduced Sandra Bullock to her arch nemesis, Kevin, the dog. The dog. <laughs> He's so cute. And um, within like the first day, so I guess I guess this is Saturday morning at this point. Yeah. She she goes outside and to get some cell service, and Kevin follows. Yeah, because when Kevin is introduced, the only piece of information we get about Kevin is don't let him outside. The Eagles will get him. <laughs> That's like. It's, this is a movie that moves so quickly that there's no fluff knowledge. So, like, as soon as Betty White said that, I was like, like, I hate bragging, but I was like, that dog's going to get outside. <laughs> I knew it. It's true. I knew it. And then and then five minutes later, that dog is outside. Five minutes later, the dog is dangling from the claws of an eagle. <laughs> Literally. Like, I, okay, yeah. when the eagle picked the dog up, I was, and I'm not a dog person, but I, I was like, are we going to? Are we Stop gonna it. watch the dog be die killed? <laughs> on on her watch, on her watch, on no Margaret's less. watch. <laughs> on, okay, the name Margaret also is really funny because it's supposed to be uptight. Like we're supposed to get that. It's supposed to be uptight, but the amount of times they say Margaret in the movie is hundreds, Stunning. hundreds of times. <laughs> Margaret, 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 Margaret. Margaret. <laughs> she corrects them she too. Corrects like someone people. tries to call her Maggie. Someone tries to call her Maggie, and she goes, Margaret. Wait, we've we've skipped a critical section, which is... Oh, okay. Okay, that's the next day. But the first day they're there, they have oh, a welcome party. God. They a have welcome a welcome party. party yes, where, forgive me. Where we meet a few critical people. Number one, the bad dad. And number two, we meet Oscar from The Office. I don't know his name in the movie, but I will just call <laughs> Oscar him Oscar. Nunez. His name's Oscar. And Oscar yes. is a real renaissance man in this town. He has I many a job. I loved it. It's funny, though, because, okay, when I meet him, when you meet him initially, he's a classic star vehicle job. He's a cater waiter. and mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. And you think that it's a one and done scene, but no. He will come back nope. multiple times in multiple different trades and professions. And did you like that? I love oh that. My, like I surprise. thought it was so funny because it really <laughs> made sense for the town. Like we wouldn't have a cater yeah, waiter you've... and an exotic dancer and a shopkeeper. Like we'd really probably just have one person who had all the skills. Yes, I loved it. It really like it put the movie like in a little bit of a heightened reality. But I oh my god, it was so funny. Yeah. When he he's introduced to us as a cater waiter who forcibly puts a piece of seafood in in Sandra's face, her mouth. (laughs) Which normally I again like I don't love watching men put their hands on women's faces, but in this scene it was really funny. It was was really funny. (laughs) She sells it. She's like, no, it's the texture. (laughs) So good. And then and then no sooner does that piece of fish go into her mouth that she hears down the hall that Ryan Reynolds is announcing that they're engaged and she promptly spits the seafood out onto Oscar who has a really positive attitude. He doesn't seem to care about it. Nope. And doesn't bother him. And, and the plot has shifted forward again because they're engaged. Yes. My, my applause and like my thanks to the screenwriters. It's just fast. It's like, you think, 
you th- almost think that they're not going to announce the engagement until Sunday. Mm-hmm. You know, let's get through the weekend and then we'll announce it on our way home sort of deal. Nope. They kind of rip the rug right out from under you. Yeah. And they're like, day one, minute one. Minute one. Ryan Reynolds is going to announce we're engaged. Because that And it's was, kind of, yeah, go ahead. to spite his father. Oh, That's all I was going to no, finish No, to spite with. his father. But like, to your point, it's like the whole drama of the weekend was supposed to be how they're going to announce their engagement. But like, once mm-hmm. you get that off the table in minute one it really opens the door for a lot more fun. Yeah, it frees you up. <laughs> and boy, I does it so open thankful. the door. <laughs> it really does. This is a very, very good movie screenplay-wise. It's phenomenal. Constantly surprising me. Constant surprises. Yeah, you're right. So um, he does do that despite his dad, who I understand that they wanted to add a little emotional complexity to the film. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't want to spend. It's I light. didn't want to spend any time with Bad Dad. He's me neither. He was. You, that's why they cast Craig Nelson. Yeah, just to get that shorthand of like Bad Dad. Exactly. You all you have to do is see him, and you're like, Ooh, Bad Dad. <laughs> I'm gonna cough. Hold on. Oh, I was like, okay, for viewers at home who could. <laughs> okay, for viewers at home, since we probably edited it out, her cough. <laughs> Chanel tightened up her face as we were talking about the actor, and I was like, "Oh, she's gonna do an impression of the of of Bad Dad," and then she, and then I saw that she wasn't breathing, and then I was oh like, God. "I was like, oh, I didn't. Maybe this is a technique." And then, no, she just coughed. Wow, that was wild. Something like crawled into my windpipe. That was so scary. Happened, I thought I was gonna die. A lot with you. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay, sorry, guys. I literally almost, like, lost my shit with that cough. Ah, Okay. Okay, so if we do cut that whole section, Craig Nelson is shorthand for moody... Moody. Masculine dad. Like, the the typical, you didn't live up to my expectations dad. Yeah. Right? Business dad. Business, all business dad. All business, no play. Yes. And, um... So, oh my God, I loved this little, this is like our first little fun and game moment. Um, They have to improvise the story of their engagement right. in front of the whole crowd of friends, family. Everyone, everyone in the town. At literally the whole town. Yeah. And it is the best like tag team <laughs> story. The best choice they could have made. Of course, Ryan Reynolds could have just made up a story or Sandy could have just made up a story. But the fact that they are kind of like trying to one-up each other and tag team it is so funny and good. Yeah, well, it's good because Sandy Sandy is trying to build it up each each time she talks by trying to make it more romantic. And then Ryan mm-hmm. Reynolds will undercut what she says. <laughs> yeah, she's like the decoupage box. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, and she opened it and she's like, and then he's like, and there was nothing, nothing in it. In it. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, really well done. Really well and, done. Um, they do their first kiss in front of everybody. Yeah. So funny. Just like a lip press. They do a lip press and then and then Betty White's like, kiss her for real. And then they <laughs> and then they have I to have they have that. to do a second take. And this is the first time, if you're paying attention, that you see a hint. 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 Hint of Little. romance. A flutter. A flutter. And like those reaction shots are actually kind of ridiculously like they're ridiculous if you think about being in the room with them at that moment because Ryan Reynolds is like opening his eyes like hmm, what what's going on here yeah they kind of but open their eyes at different works. times yeah oh it totally yeah, works it really works yeah so 
that's like our first introduction to everyone. What was that? Fire truck. Um, okay. Yeah. That was our first introduction to everyone. The first time they kind of have to keep the charade up, which I think is so funny. Right. Uh, Just very well done. Very well done. Well done. And then this will catch us up to the dog scene that you jumped to before in the next morning. Yeah, I missed my note to not (laughs) skip the kiss story. Whatever. I'm only human. So... They... I'm sure I'll have to apologize for something next week. Okay, so mm-hmm. they, for sure, they see Sandra trying to trade the dog for her cell phone because <laughs> what we didn't get to is that the eagle ends up taking her cell phone in exchange yes. for the dog. In exchange for Kevin. And then and she's like, no, wait, take Kevin back. <laughs> it's so funny. And... The family sees her shaking the dog around on the lawn and they're like, oh, she's, she's oh, playing with Kevin. <laughs> she loves Kevin. This is so funny. The best physical comedy ever. So goofy. I'm so in. So in. And then what did they do oh, that day? Okay. So day one, they're like, Ryan, honey, we're going to take your fiance for some girl stuff. Oh, like We're going to take her on the town. Right, right, right. And she's like, no, please, God, no. But um, she has no cell phone at this point, which is very, that's good. That's like another good choice. Get the cell phone out of her hand yeah. to really let her surrender to this experience. And then they take her in town. And that's when we get the, the Oscar Nunez <laughs> as like local strippers. They go to the local striptease show in the middle of the day. Well, it's hard to get a sense of the timing of anything. Yeah, because it's Alaska. It's Alaska. It's light all yeah. day. But... Mm-hmm. They do go to the striptease show where Oscar is performing, and he's a real hit with the town. They love him. Yeah. So, yeah. Sandy gets called to the stage. They throw, um, uh, what's it called on her head? A little veil. Oh, um, a veil. Yeah. They put a veil on her head because she's a bride-to-be. Yeah. I love how on board mom and Gammy are. There's never any, like, snag with them. They're not like, oh, really? Are you sure, Andrew? They're like, yep. Well, we love her. So this much is your wife. so that like the next morning they are or or within hours, they're like, we're going to have the wedding this weekend. Mm-hmm. Another surprise from this movie. <laughs> Obsessed. We're gonna I love this movie. <laughs> We're going to get married yeah, that weekend. She she gets like um, Oscar Nunez's like package all up in her face. She's kind of like, oh, my God. Ew, ew, ew. Um, oh, we can't skip over the the shower scene, though. Right. Well, they come right home. before they announce. Which part? Like, okay, so she comes back from the strip club, right. and Andrew's coming back from. They come home, and Andrew's angrily chopping wood. Right. So we're left to assume him and Dad have had like a spat. Right. And Andrew is um, on the balcony with his earbuds in, mm-hmm. not realizing that Margaret is in the shower. Uh oh. She forgets a towel. Right. And they stumble out of the shower at the exact same moment, naked and sandwiched into each other. And it is comedy gold. What unfortunate timing. But they do end up on top of each other. And <laughs> and it is nice to see. It is, <laughs> well, it is nice, to, nice see. to see our stars connecting like that. Sandra Bullock does some amazing naked acting. Good on her. It's very like... Very physically, like Diane Keaton in Something's Got to Give, in terms of her yeah. like freak out when she sees Jack Nicholson. It's like <laughs> it's good. It's so good. So Sandra is being um like stared down by Kevin the dog as she's like trying to get that towel, 
and she's trying to cover up and then like ooh, we're getting cross cuts between Ryan coming in and it's like you know what's gonna happen but it's just so sweet when it happens so sweet and really so sweet and again it's just like putting a lead foot on the gas pedal we are moving quickly <laughs> we are moving forward <laughs> because quite actually minutes after that yeah they have to um right they rush 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 um to get in the bed together or to make it look like they i don't know that they like each other and then mom and gammy come in and they're like we have a brilliant idea yeah you guys should get married here tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so good move it up so good and they're like you we have to do it because betty white could die at any moment so if you don't have the <laughs> wedding you have to tell her to her face and they decide yeah. to, they decide to do it they're like, yeah. all right, let's do it. And it really ups the stakes because like what they're doing is illegal. They thought they could do it kind of quiet, quiet, hush, hush under the table. And it's like each step of the way, they're being forced to do it bigger, grander, and more publicly. Right. Which is amazing. It is. It is wonderful from from a law perspective to see how, how far they're going to push things. But they, um, they got to get a wedding together. I know. Fast. I'm trying to remember when is the get low sequence? Is it before or after? That is... They make this announcement. No, that's that's a little bit later, I think. Okay. Because first, first they have to go look for a wedding dress. <laughs> yes. And it is like an antique from the fam. Another really funny, funny physical bit of physical comedy. Gammy puts her in the old dress and she's like, well, it's a tad loose in certain areas and it has these like two deflated like breast sacks. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Yeah. She goes searching for, for Sandra Bullock's parts and then they have a really sweet moment though where Betty White gives her like a family heirloom necklace and... Oh my God, I know. It's a really touching moment because... Sandra Bullock doesn't have any family and this is the first time that she feels like she's a part of a group. Mm-hmm. And um, trope, star vehicle trope number, I don't know, probably number one, honestly, is dead parents. Oh, dead parents. Yeah. Dead parents is like, let's get our lead alone. Make them feel alone. Yeah. No family, I, nothing. I didn't I didn't bat an eye when she said she didn't have any parents. It was like... I was like, of course, of not. course not. Why would she? Why would you? Why would you be in this movie with a family? Yeah, it makes sense. Why would you dry, go to Alaska, drop of a hat if you had parents? Yeah. You wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think that... I think that we did skip the get low sequence because I have it in my notes beforehand, but it doesn't really matter in terms of order. No. But I just... I did want to put it to you. Like, did you did you like that sequence? It's so funny. <laughs> it felt... Okay. Were you... So she's Were walking. It felt like you were weirded out by it. I was weirded out because she's walking through the forest and they give us like a POV shot of her walking, which felt very much like her Peloton fake bike riding scene in the beginning. And she, yes, the forest. The forest. And she hears some chanting and it turns out to be Betty White. And yeah, which is a little confusing. You're a like, little is con- she spiritual? Is she native? Is she, does she, is she going in? crazy that was the only thing is that it's a little it's a little confusing it was a little confusing 
and just felt like maybe it should have been somebody who was not Betty White doing the dance. (laughs) Well, her name's Betty White. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was some, how about this? It was someone else's culture that they were having a little fun with. Having, having some fun with. So, yeah. So I just wrote that, yeah, it hits differently. That's all I wrote. It yeah. hits different. Um, Sandy like does like a Native American chant, but to but the lyrics are to get low. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um I think I think I have we just have to bring up her dancing. Like her just letting loose, yeah. her getting really physical with it again. Um, let, letting her hair down, literally letting her hair down. At this point in the movie, her hair has come down. She's relaxed. Um, it used to be, yeah, it used to be in a slick pony. Now it's down. This is kind of when Ryan Reynolds kind of sees her in a different light too, you know, after that kiss the night before. Now they're kind of like seeing each other differently. Mm-hmm. And then we get like the shower scene and then, and then right after that, they're like engaged and she's in the wedding dress and the heirloom. It's all just really snowballing very beautifully. All in the right direction. All in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. So then I wrote, what a really modest dress. <laughs> it is very modest. It covers every square inch of her body. Mm-hmm, including her neck. Including her neck <laughs> and her wrist. But I didn't hate it. It was very pretty. I thought it was, it was pretty. pretty. I thought it was a nice color on her. It was mm-hmm. like a champagne you do say, color. You have a saying, modesty is, is always in season. So like in season. it was nice to get a little bit of a kind of conservative wedding dress because the the film does have you know i don't know if it's conservative or what messaging but it's very it's almost like pro arranged marriages because the movie like this is like 90 day fiance it's very 90 day fiance in the sense that like you can make it work with somebody that you might not have thought you wanted to make it work with because it's mutually beneficial for everybody. And they come, they come to love each other, um, over time. Uh, Mm -hmm. and I think it's a, it's a nice refreshing take. I was really into it. It's like you, you do kind of want to suspend a little bit of your disbelief in the, the timeline of it all. You're like, okay, two days, really bitch. Yeah. But you know, they do have some really beautiful connecting moments they talk late at night when he's on the floor she's in the big bed oh yeah um they kind of like reveals you know she reveals a little bit about herself which we know she's like used to being alone she's been on her own since she's 16 dead parents dead parents dead she parents. likes this one song they sing the song together they sing the song they bond it takes two to make a thing go right <laughs> and ryan reynolds is very funny too he's very funny. that might have got him deadpool honestly this movie might have booked him deadpool it's a great role for him it is. It's a very flashy role for Reynolds. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> flashy. So do we want to fast forward then? Do we want to just like, skip ahead to the wedding? Yeah, I think that, I mean, we've been talking about just snowballs towards this wedding. And yeah. Oh, wait, the special agent does surprise them. Right. So right before the wedding, bad dad greets the two of them after they've had some fun together. And they're actually in pretty good spirits. And bad mm-hmm. dad is like, get in here now yeah follow me talk follow me mom mom will never hear about this and he, <laughs> get in here and he brings them to the barn where they're gonna have their wedding so you know this is this is supposed to be a romantic spot and dennis Soured. o'hare is there yep the immigration attorney the... or 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 immigration case manager is there he made a special trip 
And Bad Dad has secured a deal for Ryan Reynolds to be like, listen, if you admit that this is a sham, you will get off free or something like that. And yeah, like you'll be fine. I'll give you immunity. I'll give you immunity, and I'll get I'll get this this lady off to Canada. Mm-hmm. Ship her away. Ship her away immediately. And yeah, but Ryan is so hurt by his dad's like move yeah. that he doubles down on the lie, which I just love. I love every step of the way. We're doubling down on it. Yeah, you know, we're still on, and he's like, nope. I love Margaret. I proposed to her like this is happening. Dad, you're 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 bad, dad. You're a bad you're dad. Bad. You're a bad dad. And I hated that the the special agent is in the audience. Well, that's the, the thing. Wedding. Like the special agent <laughs> from immigration there. stays. I guess he gets a hotel room and he attends the wedding. <laughs> I was like, "Really? Really? This guy's in the front row of your wedding?" Everyone, so the wedding the wedding arrives. It's a few hours later. And Sandra looks great in her dress. She walks down the aisle. And of course, Oscar from the office is the officiant. <laughs> of course he good. is. It's too tight. It's a tight movie. <laughs> they start the proceedings. Bad dad has a sour look on his face, but everyone else is really excited. Yeah. Gammy and mom are just beaming, beaming. ear to ear. They're so happy to see their, you know, she's so happy to see her son get married. Yeah. And then Sandra has a moment. Yeah. She gives us that 10th hour, pretty classic rom-com, probably star vehicle also speech. Yeah. That like, always, I've come around Always the least interesting part of the movie, but it has to be done. It, it's the least interesting because you know it's coming and you know it has to happen. Yeah. She has to I, end it. <laughs> what what I will say, though, is how do you feel? Because I, I had seen this movie before. Do you think they do a good job burying the lead? Like, are you kind of not sure if maybe they're going to do it or not? Or do you know that at this point that they're she's going to pull out of the wedding? Well, so I think what we've been seeing is like the momentum of this movie is interesting because normally you would expect the big hang up to happen before the wedding. Like, mm-hmm. like... Uh, maybe like finding out that he's already married to that blonde girl, like something would have happened before they get to the altar. So the fact Mm -hmm. that we're at the altar and like nothing really has gone wrong. Like there's no problem yet. Like we've had another way to really keep us on our toes. So I was sort of just like, what is going to happen? We're going to get married today. (laughs) Well, right. And I'm like, okay, they're going to get married And then I was like, I guess the other, the only solution is that like they get married and then they just, they find out that they're really in love. But no, Sandra, Sandra's like, you know what? Beautiful speech. She's like, this isn't, this isn't going to work. And she sort of flips it around on him, which is a little manipulative. And she's like, (laughs) and she's like, I can't believe that you would do this to your family. (laughs) And I was like, that's a move. He's like doing it for you, bitch. Yeah, and she was like, "Yeah, she's like, look she at what you confronted. have. Look at what you have. I can't believe you would do this to your family." And yeah, she's she. That's when she kind of looks at the ex girlfriend, right? Um, yeah, I think she's like, "You have everything, Gert- everything Gertie? you need here, and like, this is this is not fair." And she's like, "If I had a family, I wouldn't do this." I was, <laughs> All right, I think you're. I think you're stretching it a little. Yeah. Well, this conversation kind of spills over because they have. She like leaves him at the altar. 
he goes yeah. after her. Immediately hops a plane. I appreciated they didn't go with the trope of like stopping her at an airport or stopping her on the plane. Like she goes. She's back in New York. She's gone. She's gone. And, and it was really sweet because um, mom and Gammy are like, no one's mad at him really. No one's really mad at the situation. They're kind of like, he loves her. Yeah, I felt this was the first time that I really did align with bad dad because I was like, he wait. was like, wait, <laughs> I'm confused. You like her? And I was like, I feel for confusing. you because <laughs> it was like the grandma and the mom very quickly are like, go get her. Go get her, son. Go get her. You love you her. Love her. <laughs> and I was like, how would you know? Because <laughs> I, I, I barely know. I aside there. I barely. I needed know. an aside from Craig T. Nel- Craig T. Nelson just going to like ma- beaming eye contact into the camera lens and going like, "I know you're probably confused, but he loves her." Yeah, I think I was just like missing. Look, well, obviously we're being we're being thrown these hints that there's more that meets the eye, but like, it's love, a really gentle, gentle love story. Loving her was, you know, yeah. Do you want to know what I kind of expected? Because I did forget a little bit of like the plot points of this movie. What? I kind of expected, I think by day three, yeah. that she was going to say, come up in the bed with me. I don't know why I thought that. Well, but I that thought... could have been like a small hint that they're coming around. Yeah. When they were, okay. When they were singing the song together and he's on the floor and she's on the bed. I, what I was sort of expecting is like, <laughs> like they would start dancing right like he would get up and like din, 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 go right. he's like dancing and she's dancing and like they're kind of like dancing around the bed and then like they like you, they do Fall like that classic it. like ah, and they both like lean back on the bed like that yeah but, and there's like a, a an, an out breath yeah an exhale and they just kind of both lean back on the bed and like are like mm-hmm. huh maybe there's something going on here but um they kept it respectful yeah <laughs> They kept they kept them very separate in their own separate shots. He's on the floor, she's in the bed the whole time. But you're right. There there isn't a lot of physical intimacy between the two of them. Yeah. I mean, I guess at this point they've seen each other naked, right? In a very funny way though. Right. So we're not really like, did they feel anything there? She's but still yeah. his boss. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if anything, I would rather what they did, which is like a lighter hand on the intimacy and the coming around to the love story than like a too heavy hand. Right. So I'm I'm happy where we are. Yeah. I just did it just really was funny that we needed those lines of exposition where mom and Gammy literally go, he loves her. <laughs> go get her. Yeah. It it was helpful we did for need me it. because we needed could have gone either way. Because <laughs> <laughs> he could have been like, oh well I guess I'm off the hook now. Right. Because well one of them was we could have just stayed in Alaska depressed. Yeah. But he lost his job. Exactly. But, but, um, no, Grammy, Gammy, whatever. She fakes a heart attack. Uh, Gammy. Gammy. And she uses that as a way to get everybody to forgive each other and to be like, and now you have to go to New York and get her. Yeah. They're all on the, they're literally on the plane airlifting her (laughs) to the hospital. And she goes, reroute to the airport, please. (laughs) (laughs) Because I can't do that. And she goes, I'll call your mom. Yeah. I love the small town like jokes and elements. Yeah, it was a great way to to repair all the emotional damage was just have mm-hmm. Betty White pretend to die. Pretend die. And force everyone <laughs> to forgive each other on the spot. Yeah, in fitting with the timeline of this movie, it works. It's like instant. It resolved all the emotional boom. conflict from decades in 30 seconds. In 30 seconds, and we got, her, got him to the airport. We got him to the airport. Very quickly. Because- and she is the pull to do it. Yeah. 
And she knows the guy who drives the plane. And all of a sudden, we're back in New York City. Sandra Bullock is in the office, and you know, it's a packing up her stuff, sour day. making demands. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's still sad. working there, but she's got to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, Ryan Reynolds comes in. I feel like there's like a sweep of IMs again across the office. Something like no, maybe maybe I'm mistaking you know what i think it was it was when it was when they initially announced to the boss that they were getting married they're getting married that everyone started they're like margaret and andrew are getting hitched (laughs) what and there's like all these ims popping up everywhere i'm like hide your shit better people yeah (laughs) they he meets her back in the office and this is like a two-minute scene but it's fast fast fast. the movie's got the movie has to end it has to end yeah, unfortunately, it has to end. And they decide to. What does he say? The wording is like, "Will you, will you, marry me so that I can date you?" <laughs> because I'd like to date you. <laughs> marry me, because I'd like to date you. It's really good. And I wrote, "Does love really work like this?" LOL. <laughs> I think it's worth a shot. But it's worth it. I'm like, is does this legally hold up? Well, like, okay, that, on 90 Day Fiance. Now that there's no lying. Right. Does that hold up? But like on 90 Day Fiance, it takes a while to get the K-1 visa, which is the 90 Day Fiance visa. Because oh, yeah. it can take even longer on that. Like the whole reason why these people go through on 90 Day Fiance with the K-1 visa is because if you get the marriage visa, the the government is less likely to grant those because you have less of like a documented history of being together so like Uh that's why they go through the k-1 visa to demonstrate like they are together and then and then if they get married during it then you get you know get to stay wow i knew you were gonna have so i was just a little bit surprised yeah i was like wow they're gonna get married i just felt like the paperwork was gonna take too long That's not our problem because the movie's going to end and we don't have to deal with the paperwork. That's right. So they go to the... So they kiss. They right? kiss. They kiss. It's really good. Someone in the in the peanut gallery goes, show her who's boss, Andrew. Which <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. they, yeah, they go to the immigration office to make it legal. They go to the office again. They're, to your point though, like Sandy has her hair down. It's wavy. She's wearing like a, a a nice little sweater. She doesn't look anything like she did stuck up before, and mm-hmm. no slick pony. And Dennis O'Hare's like, you know the consequences. You ready to play this game again? And they're like, let's go for it. And it cuts to the credits. And you would be a fool if you turned the movie off. <laughs> the movie off because this is the best scene of the whole movie. Is the credits? Yes, it's a great <laughs> epilogue. An amazing little tag on and. During the credits, they pepper in these scenes of all our cast and characters being interviewed by Dennis O'Hare um, mm-hmm. for comedic effect. So good. Oscar from The Office is there. Yes. <laughs> he's like, yes. he's like soulmates. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> he's really good. Honestly. That man is underutilized. Who, you know, underutilized. Really underutilized. Like, he turned in a really like multi-faceted performance that should have been his like breakout like that should have been his melissa mccarthy bridesmaids moment that should have been his um 
you know, like Steve Carell as 40-year-old virgin moment. Like, I know it's not a leading role, but Oscar Nunez should have been booking leads after that. Because what he wasn't doing is he wasn't playing Oscar from The Office. Like, it was a different, it was a totally different character. And it was so wonderful. I did feel bad for him because this this unfortunately gets thrust upon a lot of um, people of color in the industry. Like they have to put on this accent that might not be their native accent just for like a lull. Oh, yeah. So I, I would only hope that he was down for it and was so in because it was a very well done, very funny character. So funny. And it was in his culture. It was you know what I mean? So funny. And he was great. So I mean, justice for Oscar, but. Justice for Oscar seriously. and. Um, an Oscar for Oscar. Oscar for Oscar. And they, Dennis O'Hare is asking them funny, funny questions. Uh, it's too good. Of course, Sandra doesn't know the answer to any of them. And. What's the, her favorite color? Blue? <laughs> I think. <laughs> and then when. The questions were very When funny. he asks Ryan Reynolds, he goes, he goes, what side of the bed does she sleep on? And he goes, the left side. And he goes, okay, and what side of the bed do, you, do you sleep, sleep on? on? And he just looks at it. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds has the amazing faces for that. Those like, come on, dude, faces. It's very Jim from The Office, if you've seen. Have, like if I've seen those, The Office? Like, have you seen oh, The yeah. Office? <laughs> he has those very like, come on faces, and yeah. they're very good. It was. Yeah, star making for Reynolds as well. It was good because I think a lot of the male like romance leads that we've seen in these other movies have almost had this like, they've been trying to uphold this like, more rigid masculinity that Ryan Reynolds is not doing and it mm-hmm. plays a lot better. It's like the other guys in these movies are so stiff, like looking at you, Harry Connick Jr. Like no, Ugh. like there's no fun at all. It's like you are a yeah. guy being a guy in like the worst sense of the word. I think we really like got close or, or really nailed it when we when we were like earlier talking about they, they have to be on equal footing. They've got to be equals. Yeah. And I don't necessarily mean equal screen time because Sandra Bullock is the star. But I yeah, do I want, mean I power, power. Di- yeah. More Sandy, <laughs> please. But in terms of like power dynamics, they do need to be equal. And yeah. my favorite movies across time have that. Um, I only just recently saw When Harry Met Sally, but I, I felt like they were kind of like equals well, in it, you know? what's different about this movie as opposed to some of the other ones is that the men in the other movies that we've looked at are defined by like their want and like lust for the woman. And at least Ryan Reynolds here, he is attracted to Sandra Bullock, but he also has like mm-hmm. a career aspiration that is yeah, and I mean, we spend him. the movie. We spend the movie with his family. Oh yeah, which is true. Which is really revealing about him. It's like he had a withholding dad, a loving mom, and a doting grandma. Like this movie, yeah, the man is not a set piece. He's not a piece of scenery. He like has agency. It's really funny that we're like <laughs> arguing for men. Yeah, because they have this it so is, hard. They, men have it so hard in society and especially in movies and like justice for men. Well, I think no. what we're trying to say is that, you know, we're not arguing on, on behalf of all men, but I think it's like for no, the romantic, like for that. the romantic comedy to work, both characters need to be fully realized. Otherwise, yes. otherwise yes. the romance doesn't land. 
Yeah, I'll say it's like it's not gendered in like a societal way. It's not like we're not making grander statements about um, the patriarchy or whatever. It quite literally is just you want two main characters who you're equally invested right. in. And that's what this movie kills it in. Like he's. That's the uh, proposal. If you the propo- hey, 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 Ryan, I have a proposal. Hey, Ryan. <laughs> I know you're otherwise engaged. Engaged. Uh? Proposal. <laughs> One of the first instances where I really like the title. It I like works. The title. Yeah. She does get on her knee and give a proposal. It's 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 a romantic proposal, it's a career proposal, it's a family proposal. And it's it hits that double entendre, by the That's way, right. that every Star Vehicle title needs to hit. Also, like such an iconic <laughs> movie poster, like Oh I, yes. I I, good. I I can close my eyes and see her like standing in her pencil skirt opening the ring box looking at you the audience like yes classic. <laughs> yes she looked so good the proposal i'm skimming the movie right now there's a moment where she wakes up i guess on sunday morning and and puts makeup on she's like so that was another little hint they do a good job. it's subtle they do such a good job she wakes up she puts a little lip gloss on and that's when mom and dad come in to ask like will you get married tomorrow well, she does. She, or tonight. She looks very severe. Or later. Yeah, she looks very <laughs> severe, in, like in the beginning of the movie, so much so that Ryan Reynolds makes the comment that she looks like she's someone who would be snacking on children when they dream. <laughs> <laughs> Which Those I lines love are that infinitely, line. infinitely funny. It's just like in the same way that in two weeks notice we were supposed to, like, we we're like, she's an overeater? What? Yeah. You're kind of like, wait, Sandra Bullock's mean? Yeah. It, she sucks. It, there was a lot of like... <laughs> it's funny. We, there was so much funny teasing in the movie, like in the beginning where where Sandra Bullock is trying to get her luggage onto the boat and Betty White is like, oh. Ryan Reynolds, you need to help her, help her. And he's he like, goes, he's like, no. She won't let me. She won't let me. She's a feminist. <laughs> She's a feminist. <laughs> and Betty White's like, oh. Oh. It's like an instant explainer. It's, so it's really funny. nice. <laughs> I love when he takes her Louis Vuitton bag and chucks it on the boat yeah. and <laughs> Five, it's like five instead. second rule. <laughs> ah, that was so funny. I was like, I was genuinely concerned. I was like, would that bag float in real life? Because like, I don't want people getting any ideas. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was a, it. there's a lot of great banter between the two of them. I would say that like, this is, this is a great romantic comedy. Like that's the beginning, middle and end of the story. Yeah. Oh my God. We forgot that he rescues her from drowning. <laughs> Oh, right. When he flips her off the boat. (laughs) (laughs) Unimportant. That's when she's really starting to freak out um, and like think maybe I can't go through with this. And so she hijacks the boat. Yeah. And he whips it and she flies off. (laughs) Like stunt double like whips off the camera. Rips away from this boat. Yeah. And um, even when she's looking like a drowned rat in the water, he's also uh, just kind of like, hmm. Hmm. I like what I see. Yeah, because then he, it's really life or death because we've heard in the beginning, <laughs> we've heard swim. in the beginning, she can't swim. At all. Which, she does a very good job getting to that buoy and treading water for not being able to swim. Just saying. It, uh, yeah, because what the scene wasn't, it wasn't like um, her head was going under. It was. No, it was just, she was above water. She was above water the whole time. Fully above water, able to talk. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, over here. <laughs> Andrew. And thank God she was wearing yellow. And a scarf. 
Um, yeah, but that's the moment he pulls her on board and they're kind of like hugging and cuddling. And I was like, oh my God, kiss now. Yeah. They did it. Oh, that the tension was just so well done because every step of the way, you really do want them. You really do want them on top of each other naked. <laughs> is that just me? Oh. <laughs> Chanel, modesty yeah, is come on. always in come season. On. <laughs> come on, bitch. So I love this movie. Mm-hmm. It is still funny. Yeah. Most of it stands the test of time. Uh, we'll just like, we'll ignore some off color immigration humor and Oof. Betty White's. <laughs> Maybe Betty White's native. Uh, you know? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say not. no. I'm going to say she's definitely not. Yeah. But. But maybe her character is. I don't know. You're right. Native Alaskan. Still wrong. <laughs> still wrong. We're not. To, to go on record, we're not we're saying still that. <laughs> she's native. Wrong. She's not native. No. I'm going to I'm gonna clear that one up right now. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I fucking love this movie. It was wonderful. Success. It was a great, it was a great kind of companion piece to New in Town, although I would say they are not really the same type of movie. <laughs> we've made almost zero connections. Zero connections. The two. Um, Absolutely none. If anything, the small town element is kind of cool. Um, you know, the woman who's cooking her dinner and tucking her in at night is like the woman who's her secretary yeah. in New in Town. You know, that sort of small town deal. Yeah. I would say like I knew going into New in Town that we were going to be going to a new town. I didn't know in the proposal that we were going to be going to Alaska. <laughs> we were jet setting to Alaska. <laughs> but um, if you can get there, get to Alaska. Yeah. Sponsor. D- don't go on a cruise. No, don't go on a cruise. I guess it really is one of the only ways to see all of like the key points in Alaska, I will say, is on a boat. Okay. And um, if you want to see a glacier, you really do have to boat to it. You don't say. So, I don't know. <laughs> Just don't go on Norwegian, okay, guys? Huh? I have a real problem with Norwegian. Why? They have the live, they have the... The the, the, the dine free? Yeah, the dining free policy. I, uh, okay, you actually... Want, you I've, want a formal seating? <laughs> I've actually only ever been on a Norwegian cruise. That was what like we went or, on once. Three or four times, but I'm so over it. It's a lot of families. It's like families with very young children. And so the entertainment on board is straight up bingo. Oh, it's bingo and like movies. There and like, was bingo when we went on our Norwegian cruise. Yeah. And we were supposed to get off the so boat in expensive. Vancouver. Oh my God. We spent like $200 <laughs> on bingo. I, and we got these shirts. <laughs> I still have it. I remember we went as our, like, uh, you know, you get, you get the cruise calendar for the day and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, bingo at 3 p.m. in the, the Lido auditorium. The atrium. So you go yeah. and it's like you sit down no bingo card on the seat and then it's like you come to find out it's like you pay you go buy it <laughs> you pay by like row and column each each game yeah and it- we spent we're a family of five we spent 200 dollars <laughs> on bingo i'm not i'm that is not an exaggeration that's probably an under an, estimate an underestimate i had no idea like how expensive it was to play bingo it's fucking expensive and we were so like desperate for entertainment <laughs> that you fucking play because you're yeah literally trapped on board and there no, is I just want to so try something older. There is only so much you can eat. Every time I would be bored, I'm fucking hitting up the cafeteria for like a piece of Jello. Yeah, <laughs> I hate Jello. <laughs> hate Jello. Yeah, it's just families. But I've only ever been on Norwegian. But I, I want to try something younger if I were to cruise again. I think like, we I'm should. I think we should do a celebrity cruise. The Celebrity X cruise. Do you know what I thought you were gonna say? I thought you were gonna say let's go on a Disney cruise. Well, <laughs> I would want to go on a Disney cruise. But I would celebrity. the problem is the children. 
There's going to be, yeah, no, I guarantee you there are going to no be kids, kids on a Disney please. cruise. <laughs> In fact, uh, more and more. Than... <laughs> probably more, Chanel. Yeah, wait, you're right. I've also, heard I've Carnival heard... is fun. Carnival, yeah, but I think Carnival is going to be too... Too party. Too, too much. Yeah, I don't want that level of party. Yeah. Well, I'm not getting on a boat, <laughs> an enclosed boat for like a decade <laughs> at this rate. Yeah, Alaska was a lot. Um, a lot of daylight. Yeah. Well, well, hate to leave you guys on that yeah. note because, um, I, you know, go, go visit Alaska, go stimulate their local economy. Great people out there. Um, if you're young, a lot of people go out there for the summers to work. Very fun. <laughs> what are you talking about? I do love how I'm plugging. <laughs> I'm just plugging the what, state of what, Alaska. What Alaska tourism brochure are you reading from? <laughs> I plug the entire state. Yeah. <laughs> just Alaska. <laughs> yeah okay i'm dying <laughs> well i think that means we're good on this episode yeah, so thanks so much for listening we've exhausted everything alaska has to offer yeah we're done with alaska slash boston where this was shot <laughs> um thanks for listening you guys don't forget to rate comment subscribe follow us on and... all social media platforms if you haven't uh-huh. done so already yeah, Steven's killing it on the Instagram game. We're there chatting with people. So come comment there too. Yeah. And share this with your friends. If you think somebody will think this is funny, give it a share. If you live in a small town like this, well, like the movie, share it with your whole town. Yeah. Share this episode far and wide make with your small This could town. be our, our MLM. Share this to five people and then make those five people share it to five other people. Mm-hmm. And then report back. <laughs> yeah, send us proof. <laughs> we want a spreadsheet of the umbrella. Yeah, and give us their... Not a pyramid. And give us their home addresses and phone numbers, and then we're going to Dennis O'Hare this and come check up on them personally and make sure. Yeah, we will be making unannounced visits. <laughs> house calls. <laughs> house calls. <laughs> Let us know if you want a house call. Yeah. We will. <laughs> we'll do it. <laughs> okay, here's... If you sign up a thousand people... <laughs> We'll, we'll make a house call. <laughs> we'll record in your living room. How about that? Guarantee us a thousand subscribers with documentation and we're coming. Yep. Whether you like it or not, actually. <laughs> it's a no choice policy. <laughs> we like cameo. Yeah. They're like they're like family weekend in Alaska. That'd be fun. Well, okay. At a certain point, okay. a promise becomes a threat, but just keep that in mind, guys. And we will see you next, next week. week. Yeah, see you on the next one. Bye, everyone. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. Bye, Steven. Bye, Sean.